Hello, I'm Dave Epstein. This is the latest edition of Growing Wisdom. It's early April, and let's talk about some of the things you can be doing in the garden in early April. Now, when I talk about things you can do in the garden in early April, I'm in southern New England. I'm west of Boston, and I'm in zone 6A, 6B, kind of right on the line, which means that my last date of frost is probably right around the middle of April. Doesn't mean that I can't have a frost later than that. Certainly have had light frosts in early May or even late May around here. But generally, uh, as the climate has continued to change, the frost date has moved up. For example, in Worcester, Massachusetts, the average date of last frost is now April 19th. In Boston, it's actually April 1st. And when I was a kid and I used to garden, I would kind of wait to put my garden in. There was this mentality of, you know, it's right around Memorial Day. You plant everything. It's kind of done by the time you get to just post Labor Day. And that's your gardening season. And when I talk about gardening, I'm mainly talking for the purposes of this particular podcast about vegetables, but I'll add in some other things as well. The reality is, is that as soon as the snow melts, and you can get into that garden if the soil is workable, there are certain crops that you can plant. So I planted, for example, my fava beans three weeks ago. That's right. I planted them three weeks ago. I kept them under a little bit of plastic just to protect them from any heavy rain. Once they germinated, they've been out in the open because fava beans are actually pretty hardy down to 15 degrees, and it was unlikely that we would get that cold. And so the fava beans sprouted. They're loving the cool weather. They're doing well. They're a very high-protein bean, and they're absolutely delicious. They're not like some of the other beans. So when I cook them, I basically wait till the pods get fairly big. I take the beans out. You have to take the covering off the beans once you take them out of the pod. So it's kind of a two-step process rather than just pop them out of the pod. And then you can saute them in garlic and butter, and they're absolutely stunning. They also freeze really well. They make a nice puree. You can do all sorts of things with them. So it's one of my favorite things to put in the garden really early. I've also planted my peas a couple of weeks ago. They are not up just yet, although I was kind of poking around in the garden yesterday, looking down, moving my finger, moving the soil a little bit, and I can see a couple of roots coming out of them. I also notice that some of them have rotted in terms of the peas, so that can happen sometimes. If you have cool, wet weather, the pea seeds can actually rot, so that can be a problem, but they do like to grow in cool weather, so this time of the year, if you haven't put them in the ground already, great thing to do. You can also plant things like carrots. You could put in spinach right now. You could put in kale. You could put in collards. A lot of these leafy greens love the cool weather. What I wouldn't put in right now, obviously, are the warm weather crops. And I'll talk about those in another podcast, but things like tomatoes, things like uh, regular beans, anything like peppers, those can not handle cool weather. It's not even the frost I'm worried about. It's just that a prolonged period where nights are under 50 degrees for those plants, they're just not going to be happy. Same thing with basil. I actually wait for basil until the end of May or early June. It just does not like any sort of cool weather. But back to the cool weather stuff. Parsley can go in right now. You could put in many of the herbs can go outside with the exception of the basil that I just talked about. But if you bought an oregano plant, that can certainly go out. Rosemary can go out. So you could be creating these little herb containers. Perhaps you put in some rosemary, a little parsley, a little oregano. You put it outside your kitchen. And now you have those things to harvest throughout the rest of the spring, into the summer, and even into the fall. You can also plant onions right now if you have them. And another thing I like to plant now are some lettuces. So I do lettuce mixes mostly. I'll do a row of a lettuce mix. Uh, I'll seed it in about four inches wide. 
Uh, I'll do it nice and thick, and then I'll cut the lettuce and use the greens, sort of as baby greens, and let it grow again. And I can do that probably two or three times during the course of the growing season. The other thing that I'm doing in the garden this time of the year is I'm preparing some of the beds for the warmer weather crops. The certain areas where I'll put tomatoes, for example, that I will clean off some of the dead stuff that might have fallen around the yard. I'll move any weeds. I'll also put in some tomato fertilizer and let it kind of work into the soil over the next month or so, so that when I am ready to plant the tomatoes, that the nutrients are in that soil already. It's always a good idea to have your soil tested unless you're super familiar with what you have. So if you have your soil tested once or twice and you kind of get an idea for what you generally need over the course of time, you can give fertilizer that way. Also, in terms of watering, uh, this time of the year, things are not going to dry out quite as quickly, even though we are in, in this particular year, a bit of a dry spell or even a light drought. Uh, I don't need to water quite as much because the sun angle is still somewhat low, although the sun is as strong as it would be in late August, early September. Uh, things are not drying out as much. It's not very warm at night. It's certainly not very warm during the day. So I'll water and then I'll let those roots go nice and deep. I might water every three or four days, depending on what your type of soil is like. You may even get away with watering once a week this time of the year. If you have a lot of organic matter, then the soil can often hold a lot of water. So those are some of the things that I'm doing. I'm also setting up my containers just outside the kitchen with some of those leafy greens that we've talked about. So you can really start doing a lot of this in mid to late March if the snow is gone into early or even mid-April if you're a little further north and you still might have some snow cover on the ground or it's a little bit colder. I generally think if your temperature is going to stay above, say, 26 to 28 degrees at night, a lot of these plants that I'm talking about can handle things. Uh, another thing is if you're starting your plants inside, you want to move them out during the day. Don't move them into sunshine directly. Maybe put them in some part sun, a little morning sun, afternoon shade, and then eventually work their way up. Because even if you're growing under grow lights as I am, those plants can burn a little bit from that strong sunshine. You can also use row cover, which is basically just a spun fabric over your plants. In terms of plants like house plants, I have started moving some of my house plants outside. I'm not moving things that are very tropical, really need that warm weather outside, but I have moved my sago palm outside. That can certainly handle the cool nights. I've moved out my citrus trees are now outside. And as I move them out, I either move them into the shade, give them a little bit of sun each day, a little more, or I cover them with row cover because you'll also burn the leaves of those particular plants as well. Because even though you might have a sunny window where you've been growing these things, once they move outside, the UV light is just very different and you can absolutely burn the leaves. They'll just turn either brown or white and it won't kill the plant, but it's not going to look very good and it's going to take several weeks or even a couple of months before the thing leaves back out again. Uh, in terms of flowers, pansies can certainly go out in early April, no problem at all. Uh, there's some other cold weather flowering things that you can find, ageritum, uh, probably too, uh, too cool at this point for things like that. But some of the other cool weather uh, annuals that we like to grow, you can definitely put outside. Even snapdragons this time of the year, I find, do pretty well. I winter over many of my snapdragons in the garage. So those can probably go outside. And if you find that you get an unusually cold night, you can always just cover them up. Uh, this is also the time of year where if you grow annual flowers from seed, you can put them down in the ground. They'll eventually germinate. Just be sure they are getting a little bit of water as well. So 
It's early April. Do not be afraid to start getting into the garden, planting your things. Don't wait. This is ideal growing time for those cool weather crops. And if you wait until mid-May, you've literally lost a month of growing where your plants are going to be super happy because they love this cool weather. For Growing Wisdom, I'm Dave Epstein.